welcome to episode 18. We are recording. It's going to be a great episode. Thanks for joining us, as always. The West Coast Sports Junkies here. Uh, Mr. Chris, and we got Mike, and we got Dirty Dan, (laughs) and uh, Mr. Ty. Lot to get into tonight. We've got uh, this is the first of all 18th episode. That was a good year when I was 18, so that's great. Good times. Um, we'll get into the Canucks uh, getting some coaching staff people signed and hired, which is great. Uh, we'll get into the Montreal Le Canadien or Le Habitant. Um, wow, I'm very impressed. Uh, Boston got knocked out today, which is a plus, but we do have some uh, some words that were worth 25 that, uh, grand. Uh, Roberto Luongo, PGA Tour, Fowler, UFC 263. And we're going to get into the uh, Euro Cup and talk a little bit about that. And then we'll get into Dirty Dan. But for now, since it is recording night, since it is, uh, we're continuing our theme of the um, Travel BC Parade. Tonight we have a special beer from Bright Eye Brewing called the Juice Wayne. Like Bruce Wayne, but Juice Wayne. Let's uh, crack this. Oh, I just spilt it everywhere. Crack this beer and pour ourselves a glass. And then I'm going to hand it over to Mr. Mike to see what he thinks about it. Uh-huh. All right. Juice Wayne IPA. Yeah, it's a 6.5. That is juicy. So this isn't named after Lil Wayne. No, it's more after like Batman. You know, Bruce Wayne. Love it. That's a tasty beer there, man. Thanks. That's really good. It's uh, it's got like a like a juicy flavor to it, like almost like a grapefruity. Do you guys taste that? Yeah, it's very. It's hoppier than your lagers there, Ty. But yeah, this Mm. is it's a little hoppier, but really good, delicious. Mm. Where is this uh, bright eye located, Colby? It is the pride of Kamloops. Oh, nice. So. It was part of my, uh, you know, drive through the through the BC interior and Kootenai area. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a tasty one. I actually went to that brewery, had dinner. The food's really good too. Um, they have one called the Drew Barrymore, which they didn't have mm. when I was there. It was uh, it's a fruity one. It tastes it's pink and stuff. It's really good. Tastes good. Nice. We should check that out. We're up in Kamloops, hopefully uh, later this summer, Dan. Yeah, August lo- August long weekend. Yeah, we'll have to make sure we uh, set some time for that for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's on the other side of the river, so um, you know I know you guys usually stay down by Frickin' Frack. Yep, uh, yep. it's a, l- a little bit of a drive away, but uh, definitely worth the drive. So make sure for you sure take a yeah, sorry there, boys. I uh, I spilt all over the place here <laughs> pouring, <laughs> pouring that beer. Oh my god, it's like my first day. Did you have too much head? Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't ever, never have too much. <laughs> All right. Well, so Ty, who'd the Canucks sign today, buddy? 
Uh, they signed the the guy that uh, Demko has been raving about, mm-hmm. um, which is very exciting. Ian Clark is back. He's done wonders for our goaltenders, it seems like, lately. Uh, most recently, Markstrom and Demko, obviously. Yeah. And Baumgartner is back, as well as uh, a couple other, I think, the conditioning coach. But um, it was exciting to hear there was a couple new faces, new hires. One being Brad Shaw, which I, I don't know a lot about, but from what I've read, sounds like he's uh, he's been called the defenseman whisperer. Yes, I saw that which, today. <laughs> which I like. And he could do some great things for our young defenseman because <clears throat> Edler leaves. I mean, we got Hughes, Rathbone, Yalevi, hopefully taking the next step. And uh, he could he could do some things with those guys. What do you guys think? What do you think, Mike? Uh, Absolutely. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get in, Yulevi. Ooh, I don't know, man. I'm thinking bust here, but go on, Mike. Sorry. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. I hope that you're wrong, Chris. I mean, obviously, I've been excited for Yulevi since we drafted the guy. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's been so disappointing ever since he's uh, he's come along. You figure that by now he'd be in the lineup playing, you know, a regular role and and, and you know making his uh, presence known, but just don't see it in him yet. Hopefully next year's the year. I mean, I don't know. But this uh the Shaw guy, I just heard of him the last couple of days that he was gonna be um available and he was the next best available and we scooped him up right away. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I've only heard good things about him. I haven't heard one negative thing about him. He uh he was the assistant coach to in Columbus there under Torts, one of my faves. <laughs> I know you guys don't <laughs> like torts, but I love torts. He's uh, a good they, defensive coach, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, and then we also signed uh, the uh, the goalie uh, coach. So today's a good day in the world. It's a good day to be a Canucks fan, I'd say. Yeah, wow. you know, you guys, go have, have some faith, have some belief in Oli. We're, you're not going to hit Quinn uh, Hughes slam dunks every year. Let's give him some time. He's still a young gun. You know, it's the train hasn't left the station yet. Hopefully, hey, uh, this hey, shot can do it. Hey, Ty, fact checker here. Who did Yolevi go before in his draft? Who was who was next after Yolevi? Just curious. Kachuk was Matthew Chachuk, correct, yes. Mike? Okay, okay. I just wanted to say that. Now go on. <laughs> I'll yeah. agree. The train was I, missed on that one. I'm just I'm hopeful because he still is young, and defensemen do normally take longer to develop. But he has definitely needing to take the next step next year. Who knows? Maybe this coach can slap some sense into him, get him a little more confidence with the puck. But I think he was we six need him overall in too in that draft. Was he not? He was, he top was. 10 for sure. and all that. Yep. You, you, you would want your top 10 picks to, you know, to make it, to be, to be a big was, part of your team. I was pissed when right? we drafted him. Not going to lie. <clears throat> really? I think, I like I think, Canuck, so I was I think always... Canuck nation was in general, especially when you talk about who was left on the board. Yeah, there were some studs left there, but there were. What can you do, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I remember Horvat, you know, he was top five, top ten. It took him a year or two to, you know, to show. Yeah, but it didn't take him five years. Yeah. Is my point. And He's yeah, now the captain of our team. Well, true, but we all agree that defensemen take a little bit longer, a little bit more uh, water water to bloom. Throw some stats yeah. out there, Dan. I'm going to have to check you on these. Top five, you said. No, no, I think he was ninth. <laughs> at least top ten. At least top ten. He was drafted ninth, and there we got you. him in the Schneider pick. 
Yes. Uh, trading course oh, and, and look at uh, Quinn Hughes. Uh, didn't take him long, but hey. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anyways, yes. Canucks made some office signings today. When are they going to sign the Sedins, I wonder? Hmm. I think it's coming. Yeah. Next couple of weeks, something's going to be mentioned for sure. They're, I think they're still sticking around there. It's kind of weird they haven't signed yet, though, after everything we've heard. I wonder what's taking them so long. They're they're uh, doing the gross grind every day, and they forget to sign the work, paperwork, I guess. I don't know. And school's not school's <laughs> not be, over. School's be. not over yet. They still got to make sure the kids get across the street, crossing okay, guards. That's, that's true, too. That could be it. You know what? Uh, I heard this on the radio station, but I was thinking it. I heard this uh, this week locally here in Vancouver. Um, can you imagine? You got... Um, you know, a couple years down the road, you got the Sedins in the front office, president and co-president or whatever you want to call it. You got Luongo as the GM and you got Burroughs as the coach. Burroughs. Oh, oh, that'd be good. As the months go by here, that's less and less far-fetched. Like I could see that happening. Look at, yeah. uh, hey, you mentioned it. What do you think about Burroughs, assistant coach of the Montreal Canadiens, man? They're going to represent Canada, or yeah, Canada in the uh, conference finals. Is it the I conference finals? It, it is. It yes. is. It's That's well deserved. Unbelievable, hey! It's well deserved. It's so good. I'm. Uh, you know what? I'm not. Look, I'm a Western guy, but Winnipeg. I, I'm not too sad to see them get eliminated, especially by the underdog. And uh, you know, our West Coast boy, Anaheim Lake, Mister Born in Vancouver, lived in Anaheim Lake. Uh, Carey Price. He's in net. Gallagher. He's from from East Van, or no? He's from North Van. He's just standing on his head, too. Yeah, well, it's he needs his time. to. He's been playing really well. What a, a lot of fans though, in Montreal are giving the praise to Burroughs, too, though. Yeah. Him coming Burrow. in. And we got uh, all these Vancouver connections. You got Burroughs, and then you got the game winning goal. Safoli. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your hashtag? Thank you, Jim Hat, tonight. Did you want to, uh, did you want to sign to Foley last year? Yeah. Yeah, I think we made that pretty clear here over the uh, yeah the last year few that months, guy's man. had. Hey, Jesus Christ! Can you imagine Jim Benning watching these? Like, give me a break. The guy's probably thinking he can't catch a break. Like, yeah. he's gonna be he's haunted by this throughout the off season. Now. He's like, oh no, what are they gonna put on the plane tonight? Yeah, yep. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, you know he was like good, but I just like didn't have any time to to call him. And, and the article like, coming out away. about him saying how he wanted to retire a Canuck. And he had this great chemistry with our young cornerstone players. Like it just just makes you mad over and over again. For it's, it makes me mad over and over again. Anyways, it's, I don't it's know about the Mike. gift. The gift that keeps on. What giving. do you What do you guys think? I'm tired of talking about Jim Benning. Okay, what do you guys think about uh, Montreal up against Colorado or Vegas? Think they got a chance? Yes, and here's why they have a chance. And this happened with the Vancouver run. Okay, first round. They came back from a 3-1 deficit, okay? They got lucky with uh, Corey Perry knocking out Tavares, okay? Second round, they come in. Shifley does that stupid moronic play, gets kicked out of the game. They sweep the Jets. Colorado and, and Vegas. Vegas and Vegas are going to go to game seven. Mark my words. You heard it here first. They're going to go to game seven. There's going to be some players knocked out, either a goalie. Somebody's going to get hurt. They're going to go into the conference final beat up. So you think Montreal. it's just their years? Like the, the stars just, are just aligning. The, the stars for them, are hey? aligning. It's just, it's happening. Okay. I disagree. 
What that's do you say good for there, you. Ty? That, and you're also wearing a pretty stupid shirt. So <laughs> that's probably why. So anyways, go on. Yeah, and you're fat. <laughs> uh, they're going to get smoked, man. Montreal's going to get smoked. It's been a good run. Mm-hmm. They've done this before. They've got to the conference finals before in the last uh, six, seven years, back with PK Subban and all that. Um, Vegas and Colorado both have the depth. Mm-hmm. You, I guess you could give, depending if he keeps playing up to this level price, you could give the edge to the Canadians with goaltending. But I mean, man, those those Vegas and Colorado teams are just deep. They're fast. They're big. Yeah. And it's not going seven. Vegas is going to finish them off after that comeback yesterday. Oh, no, no. They're going to win in six in Vegas. No. And uh, yeah. Did you guys see those, uh, like the fans in Montreal partying on the streets? Yeah. A couple nights ago? Like they're just going wild. And I heard a bunch of analysts talking about like the loudest stadium and the craziest fans in the game. And they were mentioning only Vegas, which I've been to Vegas before. And yeah, they are pretty, pretty wild down there. Uh, They love their team. Um, And New York Islanders, like that stadium that Barzell has the Islanders just, he's ripped that whole crowd, man. They're chanting his name. Good boy from Kapulam there. Um, But do you think, I think seeing like a Vegas Montreal series series, would just be insane for the so, fans. And, and you may see that, but I, I kind of think you're going to see Colorado because Vegas, uh, I think Colorado's going to crank it up here for the last time. But you no, it's over crazy because yesterday... Hold on, no, 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 hold on. You over there, red shirt boy, put your money where your mouth is if you think that uh, Vegas is going to be coming up against the Canadian. Let's let's have a bet sure. here. Okay, okay well, let's Four shots of Glenn Fittick. <laughs> Why do you always yeah. go so crazy? <laughs> oh, come on. Why don't you want to just hurt your wallet there, Govit? No, no, no. I want to hurt his pride. Four? That's like a... It's a first of all, you sip that. You don't shoot that. I made that mistake before, and it burns, man. And you're drinking okay. syrup, Chris. No, I'm talking Glenn Fittick here. Okay, fine. What oh, do you want to shoot? Fittick. Your choice. I'll do whatever so you want. You do four. I do four? Yeah. Whoever wins? Uh, I don't know. I'll do tequila. Delicious. Okay, let's do it. Some Casamigos, maybe. Okay. Deal. Deal. When we can, uh, you can do them at the start of the Vegas Montreal series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was but watching you know the game last night with my daughter, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, and Colorado Colorado went up two nothing, and they were clearly the better team in the first little bit there. And I was just like, yeah, I can't. I think I even mentioned. I think I texted you guys, and like Colorado just looks like it's down another level. Can't remember if it was you or someone else, but. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I think I had to do some errands or whatever, come back, and it's 2-2. Then I started watching again, and then Flurry's standing on his head. Like, if Flurry gets hot, you can't beat that team. I don't think. There's been some big momentum swings in that series, obviously, like yeah. you were just talking about. But it's either been uh, one – it's weird. It hasn't been, like, a crazy even series in terms of the play. It's either been Colorado dominated the first game and a half, then Vegas dominated, and like you said yesterday, Colorado dominated that game for the most part of it. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just think they're gonna close it off in Vegas. Like you, you said, we've been to a game, which is true, but we haven't been to a playoff game in Vegas. That would be a whole nother level. Yeah, right. Be what are you gonna do, Ty? Have you? Sorry, have you guys what been you to a stadium to, I, um, that's like that in the NHL? You got uh, Vegas, you got Vancouver, and you have um, the Kraken coming in. Who? What, how many more teams do you want to have? Like, what? Like, what else do you need? 
We all know my team is the Canucks, man, and I love sports. However, Vegas is one of my favorite cities in the world. Yeah. So obviously, when they got a hockey team, I like to go down there and watch games. I went to a Canuck game there, wore my jersey, and we got shut out, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But um, but back to your question, Mike, the craziest NHL arena I've been to was uh, in Nashville, and it was Nashville pretty crazy just just where it is too like it feeds right out on a broadway there was that playoff party atmosphere no it was uh the end Last of the, game of the season. season yeah but Last they clinched the they clinched the president's trophy mm. oh really that. okay it was, yeah, it was so it was uh it was bumping in there well chicago's but, pretty crazy too i remember you got those hats those mm. smashville hats and i was so pissed you didn't get me one <laughs> the smash the smash hats, yeah the yeah. smash That's so awesome. mike you're 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 back and forth here where do you think you're so are you saying uh Colorado's going to win. Uh, Vegas, or Vegas is going to win. Is Montreal going to lose to either one of those? You know, oh, hold on, Dan. I'm, Sorry I'm to interrupt I'm, you. I'm, try, I'm trying to, you know, piggyback on this bet here. <laughs> As you know, you just, all the you know what he liked to drink. You know what he liked to drink. You reminded me, Dan, that Mike has picked a few teams that have just got swept recently. Yeah. So you don't want me picking, man. Especially <laughs> so, if you like a team out there. You don't want my my Pick Vegas. Pick pick vegas so far i've taken i've taken uh i've taken the oilers i've taken the 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 penguins and i've taken the oh i've taken who else jets the jets you thought i've taken um the hurricanes hurricanes yeah all of which are gone man (laughs) all of them are gone so i don't stand a chance i just want to see some good hockey i want to see some uh some good playoff hockey and i think that we're getting that now especially in that series the colorado vegas series I mean that that's a really good. I saw you know I I love watching the the Boston get their ass kicked by yeah. uh, by my boy Barzell. Woo! That guy's got some wheels, man. What a hockey player there. And uh, so I don't know. I mean, who would I go with now? I, I'm gonna go with uh, with the Canadians, man. I want to see them win. Obviously, that's uh, that's done, just me. Done. Sorry, Chris. Oh, okay, yeah. so I think that that literally sets it. I'll go with Ty. <laughs> I'll go with Ty for Vegas. Hey, who you do got, you I guys didn't want my, you any, any on any part of the, my? The, the, either, we gotta man. we gotta continue testing the blackout theory. Hey, that it being said, too, theory. I'd love to see Vegas win it. <laughs> love to see. I'd love to see Vegas win it. Love to see the Islanders win it. Who else is left? <laughs> yeah, speaking speaking about the Islanders, like you just said, uh, how good? I don't want to see Tampa win it. I don't want to see Tampa repeat. Getting knocked out. Hey, Bruins are gone. Even after yeah, the, the desperate plea from their coach Cassidy about the the poor officiating. <laughs> yeah right yeah get the violins out for he sure he clearly oh, didn't imagine that. pay enough he should have paid fifty thousand dollars you know then maybe he might have had a chance of winning the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah no terrible. it's good to see them out I, I mean that's the one team that i absolutely hate in the nhl today is boston i just can't stand Marshawn just from what he did to us back in 2011 and ever since then, every you know, he comes here and he's kissing his ring on his fingers. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, I've had enough of seeing him on my TV, even this, oh, these playoffs. Man. So, I'm surprised he didn't break my TV. Yeah, <laughs> for obvious reasons. What yeah, about yeah. Uh, what about Luongo? Luongo, he did you see him pull the trophy above his head? Yeah. awesome. Love to see There's that. As some well. good. Did you guys watch any of that tournament? No. Yeah, a little bit here and there. Yeah, and I saw a lot of the highlights. I know Stretcher. you guys. You guys keep on harping on bending about getting rid of or losing to Foley. What about Stretcher? Stretcher. That's another. That's another thank you, Jim moment right there. Yeah, yeah man. I like him. that he has to listen to this summer. What a tournament he had, and uh, and man, he put in, put up some offense too, which is not really like him. 
Um, but man, he looked really good out there. And um, yeah, yeah. When he was here, he was one of my my favorite players. He gave my son a, a hockey puck when we went to a game once when my son was two. And uh, awesome. so ever since then, we were always you know cheering for him and stuff. But you know, whatever. I wish him best of luck in Detroit going forward. Yeah, that was another one I didn't get that signing. Like he signed for so cheap in Detroit. Yeah, and he was that. a really good like depth defenseman, um, super solid, and he just proved you know, it in the world. We saw in this tournament he can actually put up some points too, though. So I just said, yeah, he just yeah. proved it in the worlds. Yeah, that pass, that that pass he made was crazy. That was the highlight reel in pass the there. overtime goal, right? Yeah, they didn't even after after that game they weren't even looking to speak to. I don't even know who it was that scored. They all wanted to speak this to 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 Troy. Yeah, it's funny. Did you see his little interview? He had a he had a missed call from Florida. Yeah. So he called it back or whatever. And I guess he said, Hey, is this Roberto Luongo? I guess he I don't know. He probably knew he might be getting the call or this or that. And Luongo responded, Hey, is this Troy from Richmond? Because that's what everyone <laughs> calls him in Vancouver, right? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Funny little moment there. But um, yeah, you know, another thank you, Jim moment. Mm. Put on your hat, Mike. We need to have that out here. Yeah, yeah we well, if we take a break, I'll go put it on for you guys. Okay? <laughs> Shooter McGavin. Time to talk some golf. What do we got? Who's talking? Mr. Mike. <laughs> Ty, you go ahead, man. <laughs> All right. Our, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold our on. golf hold on, update. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, so the PGA Memorial Golf Tournament down at uh, Jack Nicklaus's course in Ohio. Um, it was overshadowed by a major event that unfolded after the third round. On Saturday, where John Rom was told during the broadcast as he walked off the 18 green, which was super awkward and weird, that he had tested positive for COVID. Now, at this point in the tournament, he had a six shot lead. And, you know, it was pretty much wrapped up. Obviously, he had to play Sunday. $1.3 million purse. Looks like he just has to go out there, cruise on Sunday, shoot an even par round. No one's going to catch him, especially at that course. Tough course. And he's forced to withdraw. Like, it just was absolutely insane. Crazy scene. Fans were everywhere. I have no idea why the PGA Tour decided to do that there. Like, they couldn't wait for the guy to get back to the the scorer's room where he signs his his scorecard. Like, they made it a big made-for-TV spectacle. I thought it was pretty embarrassing by the tour. Felt bad for Rom. And oh man, what do, what do you guys so think? So unfortunate, man. Like, and he was crushing that tournament too. Like you said, six shot lead going into Sunday. It was it was after mm. Saturday's round, correct? Yeah. Yeah. As soon like, as he walked oh off 18, my God. Man. you know it's one. And even the winner didn't even come close to his score. Mm-hmm. So you don't think he's gonna shoot a plus six come Sunday. That's 1.6 million dollars he gives up. And oh, but I mean but what's with this COVID testing? We same thing happened with the Canucks. They take a test. Why don't they know within forty five minutes? Like, why do they have to play a whole round of golf and then, yeah. you know, like the whole the whole event surrounding it? I still don't even know the whole story because there's so many things about it. But it's super shady and weird. 
it seems like he was actually exposed to someone on like Wednesday. Um, I watched a Xander Shoffley short interview today where he said he was supposed to play in a pro-am on Wednesday with Rom, obviously in a couple people that uh, had the spot like fans, you know, and he kind of was wondering what was happening, why Rom canceled and Rom's like, Oh, they're doing contact tracing this and that I, w- I was exposed. So I don't get how he was able to continue playing. Like, how do they not figure it out? Like, or if even, he has, yeah, even start if you're the a close contact tournament. here. Yeah, yeah. If we're a close contact to someone and you know you are, you he get tested, tested and you isolate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And how so, can the Canucks know within 45 minutes and it takes them how many hours to, to fucking know? And even if he's on the golf course and they know, they should tell him on the third tee box because he's yeah. going to walk around, you know, 15 more holes and who knows who's going to touch or whatever, Super. give out his ball or his glove to a kid or whatever. Right. Yeah, really weird circumstances, and the PGA completely messed that up. It overshadowed, a, which is a normally one of the, not the best, but a great tournament every year. And it worked out well for Patrick Cantley. So yeah. Cantley and Morikawa were tied six back heading into Sunday, and, and Cantley, like you said, no one posted even close to his score that he and They had, were even par on out. Sunday. They were like yeah. minus 12, minus 13. Like I said, tough, tough course. It was fairly tough conditions. And it worked out well. Cantley won. He uh, he did what he had to do and won. You can't blame him, obviously, but but the John Rom thing completely overshadowed the tournament, which is too bad because it's one of the yeah. it's it's a fun one to watch every year. I felt so bad for John Rom, knowing he just he just became a new father not too long ago. I think mm-hmm. it was right around the Masters. Yeah, and this would have been the first tournament he's won since then, and he won it last year. He would have been a back to back, you know, champ and. He it was in the bag. It was in the bag, and then this oh. happens. Like Jesus, I don't know. I don't know if he's got any kind of argument. I mean, I know he's he's not that kind of guy. He's just gonna move on and, and go. And oh yeah, he'll play right in the after. U.S. Open next week. And uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully, his quarantine I think ends a day before. Yeah, yeah, right. Hopefully, yeah. Imagine he can't play. So oh he God. did release a Hasn't statement. Practice in two weeks. That he said him and his family are doing okay. He's disappointed, but he understands and like just a classy response i mean yeah. obviously he would say that but i'm sure he's pissed and yeah it was super unfortunate and it overshadowed the entire tournament yeah absolutely man it was uh that was something else i mean obviously you don't <laughs> want anyone to get covid but 100 definitely yeah. overshadowing and to the to the the leader too by that kind of that kind of a score but what oh, can yeah. you do right exactly um and like you mentioned the u.s open is in a few weeks. We're not going to get into that too much. Obviously, we'll get into that next week. But we do want to mention that Fowler attempted to do the local qualifiers, and he actually got to like the last step in a playoff for one of those last qualifying spots for it. And he unfortunately missed out by a stroke, which is disappointing for, for you and me, Mike, as we're Fowler fans. Totally. And he's been playing some good golf lately, too. Even in this tournament, made the cut. He, he did, was... Yeah. Uh, you know, I think he was like 10 shots off the lead, but you know, he was, he was in there. Um, any of these guys that make it, you know, make a cut in a tournament like Jack's tournament, all the big yeah. names are in it. Right. Um, yeah. it's basically a U.S. open or major can be argued. Uh, but, uh, and even in the majors he played in the, P- the PGA championship, you know, he was in the hunt. He was, uh, mm-hmm. he was up there. It's going to be, I don't know. It's going to be odd watching golf without another him major without him because yeah, he he's one of those intended. exciting players that uh, you want to see in there especially when tiger's not in there 
right? Yeah. You want to have your your flashy guys with some pizzazz. Remember that stretch it. for a few years where he was like top five in every major. Yeah. He didn't win one, but he was like right there every tournament. It seems like he said he's kind of turned the corner and his game's rounding into form. He changed his swing coach, something about some, uh, some eyewear he's wearing that apparently helps him uh, see the ball, which I think you and Dan should look into <laughs> for our rounds of golf that we play. But, uh, but yeah, one thing that was interesting is so Phil Mickelson, he had, he was given a special exemption by the USGA for this upcoming US Open. Yeah, I heard about this. To yeah. play, but uh, obviously he doesn't need it anymore because he just won the PGA Championship and and all that stuff. But he actually tweeted out that he wants his special exemption to go to Fowler, which I don't think it works like that. But I mean, that was a cool gesture from Phil, who obviously uh, knows and appreciates the impact Fowler has when he's out there. So I thought that was pretty cool to see. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. And yeah. very classy, yeah, kno- very classy. Who knows? Who knows? Let's see if uh, if they do something. And then in the week and a half here and, and somehow get Fowler in. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited for the, for the U S open always am major tournament and uh, it's going to suck to have Fowler out there, but I mean, the show goes on. So we'll see what happens for sure. We'll, we'll get into that next week. And I really hope we're going to be talking about Bryson and Brooks paired together for the first two rounds of the U S open. Could you imagine? Oh my God. You need to have a Fowler in between there just to like separate the two. Can you imagine the ratings? Like if they're smart, they will do that. So let's hope that's in uh, in the cards for us and we'll talk about it next episode. Absolutely. update mike what do we got buddy all right man yeah this is it this is the big one ufc 263 the one i've been waiting for for months it's in glendale arizona this saturday june 12th and it's got my boy nate diaz the diaz brothers nate diaz edwards yeah they got two title fights on this one unfortunately diaz is not the main event uh, you got Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vettori, the Italian dream. That's the main event for the middleweight title of the world. We also got the flyweight championship with Devin Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno. They're running back a fight that they had previously. Same with the, the main event. They also had a fight previously. Uh, also running that one back. Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. That's going to be the first fight in UFC history to be not a, a main event. That's going to be a five round fight. And um, we got uh, you know, so Leon Edwards. He's the, uh, the third ranked uh, welterweight in the world up against my boy, Nate Diaz. We also have Damian Maya, the grandpa versus uh, Bilal Muhammad and uh, Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. Where do you guys want to start? Top, bottom, where are we going? 
Uh, well, let's go with your homeboy, Compton, or what is it? Oh my God, Stockton. Stockton, Stockton, Stockton mother. <laughs> Come on. 209, bitch. Represent. Okay. I, I got to get my zip codes uh, fact check. Okay. <laughs> Two oh nine. We got Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards. He looked phenomenal in his last fight. He has lost three fights in MMA, but he's on a terror. He's like I said, he's a third ranked uh, welterweight in the U in the world right now. Up against Nate Diaz, he's not even ranked. Um, the odds on this one, we have Le- Nate Diaz coming in a heavy, heavy underdog. He's a plus four hundred, and we have Leon Edwards and minus five seventy five. So. Breaking it down real quick, Leon Edwards has not fought in a five-round fight before. Like I said, he's looked great. He's got great movement. He's got great footwork. He's got he's a great counterfighter. He always gets out of the, he's a great clinch, comes out throwing elbows, throwing punches. Does he have the stamina? I don't know. We know that Nate Diaz has got the stamina. We know that he can go the, those distances. We know that Nate Diaz comes to fight every single time. These are the fights. He, he called this guy out. He called out Leon Edwards. He wanted this fight. Nate Diaz for the last... The last time we saw him fight was up against Jorge Masvidal. He lost that fight. He did not look very good in that fight, I would say. But he lost that fight due to a cut on his eye. And he had surgery since then. And I just know the Diaz brothers, they've been training hard since then. So they haven't probably taken a day off. Um, That's my value pick of the night. My value picks right there. I'm going with Nate Diaz. I think that he's just going to take the beatings. He takes a lot of damage in all his fights. He's going to take it in this one. But he's going to come out on top in the in the in rounds four and five. That's where I'm going. So Ty, I, think, I guess yeah. you, since you're wearing your England shirt, you got to go with Edwards because he is from England. No, I'm actually I'm going with Diaz as well. He's oh. just uh, he's he's fun to watch. I don't think he has a very good chance in this fight. I'm not going to lie, but it is a good value bet. It's a fun bet. I think the only thing that works in his favor, like Mike was saying, is it's a five round fight hmm. and and Edwards could get fatigued. Uh, he's never been in a long five round fight, like Mike said. So I think he could do some damage in the fourth and fifth rounds, but I don't know. It's a weird fight for, for Diaz to call him out. I think. Oh, especially I, I, think I mentioned it on the fight. show a while back. I said, is he stupid? What are you doing? Yeah. Like Leon Edwards is a, you know, he's a title contender and exactly. He looked great in his last fight. He fought that Bilal Muhammad. That was the eye poke. Remember? He's yeah. Completely dominating that fight. Eye poke. And then it's a, no contest. So why is it a five round fight? Why it's I thought only title fates or it was probably fight. negotiated between Diaz. Diaz probably wanted that for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, he's got the stamina. He's yeah. definitely. I mean, he's a triathlete. They train like all day and night. Hundred percent. He wanted a five round fight. He's got the he, is he an Ironman champion? He's an Ironman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not. I don't think he's a champion, but he's an Ironman. I totally agree, Mike. I'm pretty sure that's something he wanted negotiated in there. He's probably thinking. In yeah. a three-round fight, he would be taken down, and yeah. it's going to be yeah. tough for him to win those early rounds. So give him a chance later in the fight, exactly. Where he likes to shine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. So going to Maya, well, kinda... you said Grandpa, Grandpa, old man, still yeah. still hobbling around here. Yeah. Uh, Forty-three years old. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forty-three years old. He's up against Bilal Muhammad. So Bilal Muhammad's the guy that fought um, Leon Edwards the last and got the eye poke. So the only thing I can see, so in this one, the odds you got, you got Damian Maya, Maya coming in at a plus one ninety five, and then Muhammad is a minus two forty five. I'm going with Muhammad in this fight. I think Maya's done. I mean, he's he he's got to get back on the win streak. I think he's lost three in a row. 
Um, don't quote me on that. I think, um, but it just at 45 years old, or for sorry, 43 years old. Like, come on, man. You know what do you what do you got to do? The only thing I can see, I mean, maybe Bilal's eye. There's more damage to it than we think. From you know what I mean? From that nasty poke. Edwards, Who knows? Right, yeah. But my pick in that fight is Bilal Muhammad. Uh, for sure. I think he's going to finish the fight too. I would agree. I think Maya, like you said, you know, one of those old timers that are just trying to hang on for a little bit too long. Uh, and I think it's, you know, time to just pass it on and just enjoy retirement. So yeah, I would agree with you, Mike. Yeah. I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of pissed at Dana White though. Why? Why? Cause he deleted our fucking video off of YouTube. That's why? <laughs> you can't show highlights, man, of over of the fights. Oh, whatever. I know it's. Uh, We're trying to promote this thing, man. I know, I know. So I guess that's just one of the things. Whatever we can. Take I was it thinking out. it might help us. Like, does this mean we made it? The UFC yeah, yeah. listening to us and taking us down. Dana White is <laughs> is probably out there every night. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, what's up? <laughs> oh, did they put my video? Just scouring, scouring YouTube every night. Somebody put my video. I own that video. You're not allowed to put that on your show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's get back to the fights real quick. We got the, the first fight on the main card kicking it off is Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. These two have been wanting to fight for a long time. They hate each other. There's some, been some bad blood. They're, they're, they're back and forth on social media all the time. They're in each other's faces. Um, I've been wanting to see this fight. I think it was like for at least six months, it's been canceled due to COVID and all this other crap going on. So, um, this fight, we have Paul Craig coming in as a plus 250, and we have Jamal Hill as a minus 320 heavy favorite. Um, Hill has not been defeated yet in the in MMA, I believe he's eight and oh. Craig, he's 14 and four. Craig's got a four fight win streak. Craig has a grappling advantage. Obviously, Hill's got the stay on my feet, um, you know, boxing and kickboxing advantage. Great in the clinch as well. In this fight, I believe Craig can take him down. I think he's going to take him down. He's a bigger dude. I think he's going to get him down to the ground. His grappling is going to be the difference. I'm going with the underdog on this one. I'm taking Paul Craig to start off the night at plus 250. Oh, wow. <laughs> So whatever you whatever it's you the hear night on the show, underdogs. <laughs> whatever you yeah. hear on the show, bet the other way. Hey, the last I don't know how I was, I think I was gonna throw show, Hill into one of my favorite uh, parlays that I'm gonna do for the night. But but hey, but you made some good points. We'll see what happens. The uh, since we started the show, I've lost the first fight, like the 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 kickoff of the of the main cart every single time. Take it to the and bank. it always messes up my parlay. And but my parlay is going to be all my picks. I feel like you get a little too bold. Like, I understand it, and I understand the value. <laughs> but don't include these underdogs in your big parlay to start off the night. This one, this one, I might not add it in there, but I'm going to be adding Nate Diaz in there. So, I mean, what's the, <laughs> what, what if he's going to hit it? I'm also going to bet him straight up, too. So That's true. That's true. Go yeah. big or go home, right? Yeah, I only want to bet, I only want to bet a little to win a lot. I don't want to <laughs> risk too much. Fair <laughs> enough. It's going to be a good night, a uh, good fight night. I am going to watch it. Um, whatever my beef with Dana, whatever. I'm still going to watch it. It's going to be a great, <laughs> great fight night. So I'm, I'm sure you guys will settle out of court. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the championship belts this weekend. Let's do the uh, co-main first. 
the flyweight championship of the world. We have Devison Figueroa versus Brandon Moreno. These the two rematch. Fought, yeah, these two fought, uh, I believe, in, I would say, December, not that long ago, but they fought. And I don't know if you guys watched it or not. Um, it was definitely during the COVID era. And, uh, you know, it was a close fight. They were both stunned in the fight. Um, Figueroa won by a split decision draw. And what happened was he kicked the guy in the nuts a couple times and they took a point away from him. That point yeah. caused it to be a draw. So he, there was a, it was a draw. He still, he was the champion going into it. So he was still remained the champion in the fight. So they're running this one back. It was a good fight. We got uh, Figueroa coming in the favorite at minus 240. And we have Brandon Moreno at a plus 190. Um, Dana Wade came out and said that was probably the greatest fight in flyweight history, history. was the yeah. fight that they had. If you guys haven't seen it, I you guys should go, go back and watch it. It went five rounds. It was great. Um, and like I said, that whole point deduction cost him the fight. So, you know, I'm going with Figueroa in this fight. I think he's just the bigger guy. He's the he's the stronger guy. He's got, he's, he's fat. I mean, he's faster. He's the champion. He's champion for a reason. So he's my man. That's what I'm going with. He's the favorite minus two forty. Is agree or disagree with me? I agree. He's being added to this favorite parlay, which I will reveal later in the show <laughs> for everybody. But uh, I totally agree. I think obviously he won the first fight. Uh, without those unfortunate uh, illegal blows. Yeah. And like you said, he's a bigger guy. I think he's going to... I think it'll be a good fight. Could be fairly close. I think, I think it's going to uh, go the distance again, too. That's yeah, I agree. bet you can make. Figueroa, I think, is going to uh, to win that one as well. All right. Okay, the main event of the evening. Israel Adesanya Izzy versus Marvin Vittori, the Italian dream. I mean, we all know who Israel Adesanya is, right? He's probably one of the most dominant uh, champions currently. He comes into this fight at a minus 265 favorite. Uh, Tori is a plus 215. They both fought in 2018 before Izzy was the champion. And it was a close fight. It was a three-round fight, split decision win for Adesanya. And it was close. But Tori was able to take him down. He was able to do his ground and pound. Similar and to he Vittori. got better as that fight went on, too. Yeah, absolutely. And similar to the fight that he had against um, the mouth there, Kevin Holland, his last fight, Mm -hmm. uh, he was able to take him down all five rounds and just completely dominate the guy. Um, Izzy is sort of a similar build to Kevin Holland, you know, Um, Kevin. I mean, and then Israel Adesanya went up in the weight class to fight uh, to fight Blackowitz. Obviously lost that fight. Similar. I mean, similar style to how how Vittori fights, you know. And that was his last fight. That was too. his last fight, yeah. So, I mean, who am I going with this fight? I'm actually going for the underdog in this one. I'm going for Marvin Vittori, it. the Italian dream, to take him down and do his <laughs> thing. And he's going to be the next champion of the world in the middleweight division. Looking to become the first Italian UFC champion. That's right. We don't, did did, we did don't that have anything any, to do uh, with your pick, Mike? Any fighters in the... In I the, will, I will finally be able, Tyler, to correct your fact check because Matt Sarah, who is Italian, won the UFC championship. He was Italian. Oh, he's American. He's American. Italian American. Oh, please. He's, a, he's American. He's, look at this munch cake over You're here. You're wrong. He's, You're completely wrong. <laughs> he won. He's Italian. He's American. Look it up. If if uh, Matt yeah. Sarah can speak Italian, I'll be shocked. And that's how I judge people. If you can speak Italian, <laughs> you're Italian. Is, uh, Italian, born and raised 
Italian passport. Oh, okay. only. Now, now we're going to be all, uh, you know, specific and picky over here. If you don't speak the language, you're not the fucking culture. Okay. That's why he's Ty American. Can, Ty I is can, allowed to wear an English jersey because he I speaks can, English. I cannot believe that you actually tried to call me out on a fact checking thing with that one. Anyways, proceed. So, my bets, just to recap real quick, we have I'm going with Marvin Victor, Vittori at plus 215. This is also my parlay. All, all five of these fighters are going to be on my parlay. I'm going to go with Devison Figueroa minus 240. Nate Diaz, 209, bitch, at plus 400. Bilal Muhammad, minus 245. And Paul Craig, plus 250. I don't know what it's going to pay me, but it's going to be vacation time once I hit that baby. And uh, I'm also taking uh, I'm also taking Vittori and and the, the, the both the, the the main and the co-main events to go the distance. Nice, right. I like it. Well, we will be checking these bets next week, and uh, hopefully, you do well. Actually, post them on Instagram as well. Just you know, before fight night. Just and sure. just before we end this 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 part, I'd like to actually give segment, a shout yes. this segment. I'd like yeah. to give actually a shout out to one of our local fans who has been following us. Um, very, very in tune with the UFC segment and our picks. Uh, uh, Mike Bazra, if you're listening, take note and please let us know how you do versus Mike's picks. We'll be looking forward <laughs> to hearing your results. Uh, shoot us in our DM. There's a couple, there's a couple heart bets in here from me too, though. Like for sure. Okay, the Diaz here, one. here comes the justification. Now. That's the Diaz, Diaz I mean, that's and Vittori. And that's, that's my heart pick and the, and the, you know, the, the, um, what did I call it earlier? There's a brilliant name for it. The value pick? pick. My oh. value pick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ty, what are you? What are you in? What's your parlay? So I like I was talking about. I got a, the favorites parlay. So I'm doing uh, Mohammed Figardo and Adesanya. Uh, they're all about minus around minus two fifty or so. Um, it pays out. You, you bet fifty bucks. It pays out about eighty. I'm not trying to go on vacation. You know, it's just the small wins here. <laughs> and uh, they're opening also- up for for vacays, baby. Yeah, we'll save those bets for Vegas, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, right. I'm also going to put a little bet on Diaz just because he's fun to watch. I hope he pulls it off. But yeah, good UFC this weekend, and uh, we'll recap next week. Absolutely. Matt. And. Yeah, UFC. We'll see what happens. Uh, I can't wait to see you guys with your bets and to see. You know what? If you just make one of those parlays, I would just, uh, I'd be happy for you. But make sure that you post it on Instagram. Make sure that our loyal faithful get a chance to bet like you, and then they can cry like you guys do too. (laughs) It's time. Oh, what am I wearing here? Look at this. Oh, yeah, right on the heart here. What's this? Oh, yeah, it's Euro Cup time. Anyways, uh, Croatia's playing very soon, but Italy starts first, unfortunately, for all the non-Italian fans. Actually, you know what? What am I saying? I, you know what? I'm just excited to, that it's starting, and you know we're a year late on Euro. 
Um, very excited that it's starting. I will watch the first game. I think everybody in this room, other than maybe the Mariners fan over there, will. <laughs> but uh, very exciting, very exciting times. What? Okay, so we're going to get into, like, we, we kind of broke it down last week. I think Portugal is probably going to have the hardest time getting out of their group. I think it's going to be uh, Germany first there. But anyways, let's let's go through our picks. Mike, um, just so you know, the Mariners are not playing in the Euro Cup. What? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Canucks? No. The Canucks either. Seahawks? No, and neither is Canada. Just Nate just Diaz, 209, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so so I'm obviously, you know, I'm going to bet with my heart right here. And that's that's where uh, where I'm going. Um, Ty, do we have a bet for the England game since you're wearing that stupid shirt? I'm going to ask, add that again. Let's do it. Sunday, right? Sunday morning? Sunday morning, 6 a.m. Ooh. Yeah, let's Ooh. do it. Bet, bet shot per goal. Shot per goal? Live on FaceTime? I loves his drink early. <laughs> Before noon. No, but sure. Let's do that. Okay, shot per goal and then one for the win and then one on air next week. Let's just do per goal. I want Croatia to save you the one when they win. Yeah, Croatia plays England first. The rematch of the semifinal in the World Cup last time. Where Croatia, where uh, Manjukic uh, pounced and England were hurt. It's yeah. the two winners of the group playing first. Mm-hmm. Cool. But yeah, so uh, you have Croatia. I've obviously Chris. got. I've obviously got Croatia. Shocker! You know, right here. Check this out. This is you can't even tell this is checkered, but it is. See, if you look closely. Black. Mm. It's all black. It's yeah. so contrary to what some of you believe. I am not Russian. Uh, so I'm not picking Russia for this tournament. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm actually part English. So that Ugh. being said, I am going with England as my Euro Cup pick. And I'm going to be their good luck charm. And they're going to get their first Euro Cup victory. You heard it here first. Yeah, Mike, we're going got- to laugh at that later, but okay. Well, in the Euro Cup, I'm going to go with the only team I've ever supported in these uh, world soccer events or world Euro, whatever. Uh, my mom being born in Italy and being full Italian, I'm half Italian. And uh, so that's who I'm going with. I'm going to be watching on, on Friday. They kick it off at noon. I'll be watching uh, Italy play Turkey. And that's my team. Always has been. So that's who I want to win. Nice pick, Mike. I have a question for you. So, are you Canadian or are you Italian? I'm Canadian. Okay. 100%. But my, mo- my heritage, my I know, mom is I know, I know. That's Clarifying that for Dan. Yeah. Dan, who you got? Um. Well, oops. I'm gonna go. Sorry about that. Okay, go ahead. That's what happens to that song. It just doesn't want to turn off. Until <laughs> <laughs> you start moving. Um, yeah, well, you know, uh, my I got I'm not gonna go into a long explanation of my heritage. Oh, Germany, right? That's <laughs> um yes, you're right. Portugal is in the most difficult group, the group of death, and our ancestry can be followed at some part down the line to Portugal. Portugal has always been my team of choice, and that's my pick. 
was it Luis Figo that you like so much, or is it Ronaldo, or what? Who, who I like was Figo. your Portuguese? I like Figo too. Fuck Raul, back in the day, Figo, yeah. Figo. But obviously, you know, in modern times, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, he's, in my opinion, and I'm sure anyone that watches soccer in the last few years of his career. Um, he's definitely going to go down as one of the best soccer players in our generations. And yeah, it's just going to be awesome to see. Um, so I'm taking Portugal. Okay. What's our bet? Who, whoever goes, whoever gets knocked out, shot on air, right? How about if, yep. if one of yep. the teams wins it, right? Say my team wins or Ty's team wins or go over your team's win or Dan's team wins. The other three guys got to buy him a jersey from that team of a player of his choice. Okay, I like that. And, um, Ooh, I like that. And, uh, or maybe you want to have his own name put on the back, whatever, whatever. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll do a shot bet. I mean, why don't we just go not if they win? Why, whoever goes the furthest out of all the No, let's go if they win, man. Come they got it. Oh, they got it. Fuck, come they on. Gotta, man. They got to win. They got to win. Jersey Somebody has to win. be expensive, dude. So, and there's four they of tight. us. You got to be like, lose, I got to lose like 20 pounds just to get into one. And I'm scared <laughs> to put mine on. I have like 10 of them. I have like every year, every year that they come out, I, I get at least either the home or the away jersey. And right now I put the last one on and I was like, whoa. Is Chris's jersey blue this year or is it uh, the red no, it's, and white? It's it's the red and white for the home and then a, like a black and gray for the away. Okay. Nice. Cool. It's yeah, I saw highlights of them from, from, the, from the world, I think, and they were in blue. I was like... Yeah, all all I could tell from that crest that you have on your on your chest there, that's how I could tell it was a crazy team. Yeah, I know it's pretty discreet. This black, I like the red and white. It, it really stands out. It shows you who we are. Yeah. Now, Govic, for obviously the Euro Cup, it's been uh, postponed from last year. But is there an actual host city, or is there like several host cities? I'm not. There's several sure. host cities. It's all There's over the several. place. It's, it's all, all pretty much all over uh, Eastern Europe, I think. Right. Yeah, it's not in. Uh, no, it's in the first games in Rome, man. It's not. Uh, oh. <clears throat> it's not a. Uh, I mean, if you consider Rome Eastern Europe, sure, but I. I, I mean, I don't, but. Um, Eastern Europe, you get a little bit better as you go east, right? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the whole point, right? <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> no, it's all over the place. You know what? I like the format. I like what I see. Uh, I, I like that Croatia's first game against England is at Wembley Stadium. That, to me, is wicked because they're going to get a beating at home. Love it. Love it. Oh, That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's cool that uh, Italy's first game is in Rome there. I was at that stadium a couple of years ago. Yeah, when I went to uh, went to Italy. Yeah, what you think was nicer, uh, Rome or Dubrovnik? <laughs> Just curious. Um, Rome was my favorite city. I thought it was awesome. But, was it Rome uh, or say... was it the Vatican that you liked? No, the Vatican wasn't my favorite part of Rome. It's just a cool city, man. It's so big. There's so much to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the just everything about it was awesome. Uh, like I said, went to a soccer game there and everything. But uh, I, I wish I got to see more of Croatia next next trip back to Europe. I definitely will spend some time in Croatia because we just stopped there for a day on a cruise. But, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, he, here, I'll give you the – and I tell this to everybody. My best man at my wedding was supposed to be there for a couple of days. And when he and his fiance got there – and that's that's the fucking thank you Jim guy here um, – they, they were like, we can't leave. Why why would we go? Where would we go? Why? This is fantastic, right? We had lots of coffee. It was good. <laughs> good stuff. 
Well, just a little fact check because, you know, we're all about checking the facts. Uh, 11 host countries, Spain, Scotland, Russia, Romania, Netherlands, Italy, Hungary, Germany, England, Denmark, and Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, yeah. Azerbaijan. Wembley, Azerbaijan. One just was. Azerbaijan. Wembley, Wembley Stadium, the biggest stadium out of all those host countries, will be hosting the final. Oh, cool. So that's Bullshit pretty cool. again. Pretty cool. Yeah, Azerbaijan is... Uh, are, they, are they in it? They, they must be their host country. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't, they weren't not in your picks to get out of the group, so you yeah, didn't, sure. mention, didn't mention them. Azerbaijan. <laughs> big, Azerbaijan is a big uh, uh, oil country. Anyways, there you go. What do you? What? What else you got, Mike? What's your other Euro Cup uh, prediction here? Um, you know, I think that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't really follow soccer too much, dude. I can't. You're really gonna think. follow with me, buddy. You're gonna. Follow. I'm gonna watch the Euro Cup for sure, but I'm gonna watch my team. I'll watch your team. I'm probably not gonna tune in for England or Portugal unless they're in like the semis or, or quarter. You know, you know, like in the big games there. But uh, let's yeah. be honest. A lot of it comes down to the times for you on when you're gonna watch. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna, not gonna get gonna up at six o'clock in the morning, but I might record. I'll probably record the game you guys are talking about, the Croatia England game. That sounds like a big one. I'll we probably record just, that game. We should just get together. It's on. It's on Sunday at six Why in the morning. I'm not just yeah. gonna get together. Let's get together. No, let's get. together. Why don't we have a sleepover and then that'll be <laughs> more? Sure. Let's get together and get a mimosa tower going. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's meet well, up at the Longhorn and Whistler. No, not meet up at the. Let's make our own. How do you do it? You get like three liters of champagne. 1.5 liters of champagne. 1.75 liters. Okay. okay. Dan, so fact this, checker. What was it? Okay. <laughs> I think it was 1.5. I'll, I'll okay, confirm 1. on Sunday. Oh, 1.5 liters of of um, champagne. Then what? Orange juice with it? That's yeah, it. that's it. Yep. That's it. Okay. Well, let's do it. Then we'll drink that all morning. We'll watch Croatia beat down England. Ty can do his shots right in front of me. I don't have to call him and verify or anything. <laughs> Just do it right in front of me. And then, uh, yeah. And then we go to sleep. I here. might be I might be up to watching it on Sunday morning, but I can't drink that like that. I gotta I gotta coach my kids football game on Sunday. It's not this but, Sunday, it's the following. Or no, is it this it, it is, is this Sunday. Sunday? It is this Shit. Sunday. I have to go and uh pick up uh, a trailer. Uh, damn it. Okay, I'll have to have a nap. <laughs> <laughs> For who, Chris? Uh, don't worry about it. Anyways, <laughs> that's it. Euro Cup boom. Friday, Thank you, Italy. Mike. Let's go. Let's go. Time for the dirty talk. Dirty Dan. Dirty Sven. Oh, hold on. No, Sorry we're again. fucking in the middle of this <laughs> shit, man. I just thought of something for Dan that this makes more sense for our podcast. <laughs> this is what he looked forward to the whole night. He's like, <laughs> he got it. He had just had his shot. He oh, he's just getting lubed up. Dirty time. It's dirty balls. All right, it's time for the dirty talk with Dirty Dan from Dirty's Van. Dirty time. Dirty Dan, what do you got for us, Dirty Dan? 
What's going on, guys? Hope you guys are having a great evening on this beautiful Wednesday. It is hump day. It's the Dirty Talk with Dan Nandez on the West Coast Sports Junkies podcast. Um, this weekend, wow. You know what? I'm going to just get right into it. I brought it up last week about the Mayweather, you know, this Instagram, YouTube sensation, Logan Paul, you know, coming out in social media, they get it done. I don't know what everyone's seeing on the social media, you know, but seems to be a disgrace to the boxing. Uh, Mayweather, I don't know if, you know, he's just trying to now just do these cash grabs, uh, media attention, you know, branding. I mean, at the end of the day, it seems like if he just stands in the ring, it's a hundred million dollar he gets in his pocket. But it's not even entertaining, first of all. Pay-per-view was on a Sunday, so clearly they're dropping in the charts. But now UFC fighters, Dana White, on a little bit of hot water from Logan Paul, how his UFC fighters can't even make what a hundred grand if you're lucky on you know the main card. And he's making probably going to be close to 20, 30 million dollars. A lot of UFC fighters are taking notice. A lot of people got questions. And you know what was really funny? You know, you know what Dana White said? Maybe you should have been a YouTube sensation. You know what? Let's hit the hardwood floor, NBA playoffs. You know. What is the NBA Finals without King James? And it's going to be the first time, well, I mean, you know, since he went to the Lakers, he didn't actually make the playoffs. But since he's been in the playoffs, he's normally a guaranteed pick going to the final. Swept, well, not swept, but knocked out first round by the Phoenix Suns. Everyone's talking, Kim J- King, King James, it's time to retire. You know what? You're, the light is done. Time to, you know, just set sales and leave LA. He's won three titles with three different teams. He's had obviously an amazing career. He didn't have that, you know, little break like Michael Jordan did. Yes. Different era, you know, different uh, level of play, but you know what? My opinion, King James, he's still the King. He had some injuries. He's not obviously, you know, the leader that he was, you know, five years ago, I actually will compare him to Tom Brady. He can no longer handle and carry the full weight on his shoulders. Been doing it for too long. Anthony Davis did get injured. Supporting cast needs to play better. But you know what? King James, he's still got a couple years left. I think the Lakers will rebound. It's not over for King James. Bring one more back to the Lakers. Bye-bye-bye-bye. Is it, ladies and gentlemen, for the Dirty Talk with Dan Nandez? Have a great week. Enjoy this weather. As always, stay dirty. Let's get into it. I thought you were going to get a little bit dirtier, Dan, but. Uh, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, as the as we're getting, you know sort of teased with the summer days you know one minute it's sunny till like 9 45 you know now it seems to be like 10 o'clock i feel like i i don't get dirty until like you know almost when the sun goes down and we only had one shot this uh this podcast so 
I seem to feel like the once we have more shots, they start getting dirty and dirtier. Well, yeah, and now you're getting accustomed to the beer, right? Like, well, uh, that know. too, that too. Yeah, that's true. You brought up some interesting points there. Um, I did not watch the uh, Mayweather and Paul fight. I did watch the highlights, and I I read a lot about it. But uh, the Paul brothers brought up some good points, calling out Dana White, which is interesting. I mean, this guy has a YouTube channel. Like, I didn't know who he was until all these uh, these boxing fights started to happen or be talked about. And the guy made twenty million bucks, and pretty impressive. He he stood in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, arguably one of the greats, the goat of boxing, for eight rounds. Obviously, like you said, Floyd is just in there for the money. It is insane. Can you believe that guy made a hundred million dollars in that fight? Well, that's just it. The uh, you know the the winner of this fight was Logan Paul because he got just that you know that big payday and he he got to set in the you know step in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. you know who's the arguably the greatest of all time boxer on the planet. You know what I mean? Oh, it's arguable, and I would argue that he's not just so you know, but uh, it's arguable right now. You can say he's the, he's the greatest boxer right now. The thing with boxing is that it's just so, I don't know, man, either. I mean, and he's calling out Dana White. I, I agree with Dana White saying, well, you know, you fighters want to get paid Logan Paul money. You should have been spending more time focusing on getting your YouTube, YouTube <laughs> viewers up instead yeah. of, you know, focusing on fighting in the gym or whatever yeah. it was that he said. And I agree with him. Yeah. Well, that, that's what the difference is. But right why there. is there still so much money in boxing? When boxing, not. You, yeah, I mean, not. there is, there, there is. is on those those big big stages. But there's think about how many people are up there. There's five fighters you can name that would make that kind of money. But not they're making many. a lot more money than the top fighters in the UFC. Yeah, but the thing, Tons the thing, the thing about boxing and particularly Mayweather is he has his own promotion, Showtime. You know, he has a lot of collaborations and he has the brand. It's all about the actual pay per view. And as long as us. Us yeah, local, you need you know, people exactly, the and they have buys. Clearly, they have buys. We'll see. They're not getting paid by the actual boxing association or whoever a hundred million dollars. And it's there are big names, on, big names in that fight. There was like Kevin O'Leary was sitting yeah. like yeah. ringside. They're getting paid by billionaires. These guys are getting paid by Showtime. Exactly. That's what paid exactly. So it's all about brand. And you know what? Props to props to uh, Logan Paul. You know what? He's gonna probably gonna be the next uh, McGregor. Come out with his whiskey. I even read that he's looking at maybe signing with Bellator for an MMA fight. So he's building his brand, like Dana White said. At the end of the day, it's a business decision. Maybe all UFC Logan, fighters all should Paul brand to do in out. This fight was step in that ring and not get knocked out, and he's yeah. a winner. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. And that so. was probably agreed upon before that fight. Could have been, yeah. So there was like, no. Gonna... It wasn't. A, it wasn't a regular bout. Didn't count. It's a professional fight. So, I mean, it was all exhibition. Yeah. It was all fun and games just for the paycheck. Um, yeah. And Showtime is owned by, you know, Mayweather, you know, things like that. But you're starting to see UFC fighters get paid too, though. I mean, you're not going to tell me that Conor McGregor, they're getting pieces of the pie too. They're getting pieces of the pie of the pay per view. UFC is still a really, really young sport, you know, in the terms of the sports world. Boxing has been around for probably hundreds of years. UFC's only been around for 25 years, maybe more. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, 30 yeah, years, about, say. Right. Right? Yeah, but Dana White, Dana White has has his, he's got two hands on the shaft. And he's not letting go. Two hands and, on the shaft. Yeah, two <laughs> hands on the shaft. 
I don't follow your metaphor, bro. <laughs> he's going like this. Okay, like this, you know? And he's not letting go. Actually, for Dana White, it's probably like this. He's got but, one, two fingers on the shaft. He's got four fingers on the shaft altogether. <laughs> but the, I think they did bring up good points. And it's interesting to see Francis Nagano is one of the guys who's tweeting about. Yeah, because he wants to get paid now. He's the champ. Come on, they all want to get paid. Of now. course, yeah, and at, but that's the John, thing. John Jones. Jones. He wants, wants to get paid. paid. Like thirty million dollars? Are you are you joking? The guy's yeah, been suspended for more years than he's actually matter. fought. It doesn't matter about his. It matters, like you said, about pay per view buys. People would want to see John Jones Francis Ngannou. That would be a huge fight. So, yeah, I, so where's all wonder. the? So yeah, it makes you wonder because where's all the uh, UFC money going? Where's it all going? In Dana's going pocket? to the pockets of the owners. And who <laughs> are the owners? Well, now it's uh, it's a, a company called e- EDR or whatever EDA. The or Fertitta whatever. Brothers sold it, but sold it. Uh, Dana White has a big stake in it, I believe. The Fertitta Brothers. I was in I was in Vegas at a UFC one time. One of them, I think, it was Lorenzo, rolled up in a Rolls Royce, literally with four women, and he was like walking in like this with these four women. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Yeah, yeah, that was at those guys Mandalay got money, Bay or man. something. Yeah. But yeah, they brought up some interesting points and uh, they were calling yeah. out Dana White for being pretty dirty. The Paul brothers. Really? Oh, the Paul brothers. Yeah. And their they interviews. They, they called them out. Yeah. And it, it led to a lot of, a lot of talk and, and back and forth on social media between UFC fighters and that. And I agree yeah. with you guys. Like you said, what Dana White said about they should have been focusing on a YouTube channel early, but it still is. There's a lot of money out there. And I, I don't know. I don't think the fighters are being paid early especially the bottom tier fighters that are coming up. They're still fighting. They're still risking their lives, putting on a show for all of us to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's just they're, my thoughts they're, though. They're, they're not making like, you know, the, the top tier main event guys that can pull in a million dollars, have the stake in the pay-per-view. Like some of those lower end. Yeah. Year- I heard once Look- you get a UFC contract, like a six fight deal, like you're, you're in the lower tier, that's a million dollar contract. So I don't think that's a starving person there. Look, they're doing okay. look up look up their their fights what they get paid for the fights look up this after this ufc we'll talk about it next week you'll be, we'll, you'll be very surprised. we'll do it we'll do a fact check on that next week even for adesanya who's the champ he's not making what you think he's making i think he's not starving what's that what's that average out to be per year annual salary adesanya i would say he's making five million a year and what the ufc has also done is i don't know if you guys remember how Maybe they used to five, walk, out, million a year. walk out with all their sponsors. They'd have the flag there. They could put their, their sponsors all over their shorts. The UFC stopped that as well. And they get a small cut from Reebok. So they can't even get their, uh, their sponsors on there walking out to the, to the pay-per-views. And to Conor McGregor is on Forbes. Not because of from UFC boxing. contract. Because <laughs> he boxed in his whiskey. Yeah. And his whiskey he bought. And it was his, again, his own branding that he <laughs> has created. Yeah, from the UFC though. He wouldn't have been anything without the UFC. Well, he started in the UFC, yeah. So what about LeBron? You know, playoffs. I know, Ty, you've got, you know, your heartstrings on Lakers. Hold on. So in the Blackowitz fight, Adesanya made $600,000. That's a good day, man. That's not a bad day. For a UFC fighter, moving Uh, up, fighting a 
he could have you could potentially be uh killed in, in the octagon. And he fights I like mean, four or five times a year, so he's dead. Yeah, he's man. Five, I gotta you know? fucking work six years for that shit. But yeah, that's the his salary. Did he not he got a cut of the pay-per-views and all that stuff? That's not in there. They don't get a lot of the cuts. They you do get admit, some. McGregor negotiated that in his because he was huge. And they're getting them now. You'd be surprised, man. But that's that's you're talking about one of the best in the UFC. So think about those middle middle tier guys making maybe 40 grand. They fight twice a year, three or times. Even a year. the guys that are on the undercard and never even make the main card. So what is it? What is so a boxer making lives. the undercard? What is a boxer making the undercard? On a Showtime pay per view, millions. No, come on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Listen. So how many boxes? There's only probably like ten boxers in the world though that are like up there that would even fight against on the undercard. There's a lot more boxers out there that make f all. Listen to me. Yeah, but there's three or four like. Me star ufc champions you could say uh, okay too, okay let's uh, i'll take 600 grand i'll go in the ring i'll get my ass kicked fuck whatever <laughs> man. yeah but Give you would have to be grand. the you would have to be the best no offense but yeah and us, people would wouldn't want to come there. and see you get your ass kicked other than <laughs> me i'll come we'll be there well that's our show for tonight thanks for tuning in remember to Get all of our content on our website from our website at www.westcoastsportsjunkies.ca. We're all there. Everything's there. You can find us, YouTube, Spotify, anything you need. We're there. Don't forget to reach out to us at or on, by, via email at westcoastsportsjunkies at gmail.com. And anything you need, Mike, Ty, Dan, and myself. Dirty Dan and myself are here to interact anytime you like. Goodbye. Goodbye.